Welcome to the On to Something podcast. My name is Zane Witcher. And if you have ever been able to say the phrase, I think I'm on to something, and know how rewarding it is, that is what this podcast is all about. We are all about helping you find what you are on to with your faith, with your relationships, and your work, what you want to contribute to the world. And today, we're doing a really fun episode that we'll explain when we get into the content in a second. But basically, this is a life kit. This is practical toolbox things that you need. And I do this with one of my really good friends and partners in crime, Deja Robertson. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you grab some of the things that we do and find ways to integrate them into your life if they're relevant. Without further ado, let's make it happen. All right, on to something, listeners. We are back on. Uh, I am with Deja Robertson, who just got done stirring her crock pot. Uh, Deja, what are we making tonight? It is tomato basil chicken. So mm-hmm. just prep it all at once, and mm-hmm. then you just serve it over needles. How long have you had this recipe? For a while? Uh, no, this is actually a new recipe. Mm. I tried- How do you... How does one determine when it's like it's time to try a new recipe? Um, I try, I tr- I usually try a new recipe once a week. Once a, that would be exhausting. Like no. What if what if it's bad? Uh, well, I know the things I do and do not like. So, like, I love anything tomato basil, like tomato basil mm-hmm. soup, like especially if it's like a little chunky, it's not completely pureed is my ultimate favorite soup and like so chef's like kiss. yeah and <laughs> so it's chicken in tomato basil and you serve it over pasta which i have wagon wheels oh like pasta. Yep. yep yeah um, because yep. you should have moments of childhood throughout your yeah. entire life um see so- i always i always thought wagon wheel was like top level like oh, that was yeah. like creme de la creme like Pasta in the shape of like not normal is like normal. exponentially better. But you know, like penne or like just plain noodles or fettuccine and stuff, it's like no, yeah. next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like bow tie yeah. or like elbow or anything like uh-huh. that. It's just like it just uh-huh. tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about eating an elbow that just sounds right to me. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely yep. the move. Okay, so we, we've covered our bases on what you're making tonight, um, but we won't stay in the food category because this isn't a podcast with Bailey Kate. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Bailey, Plake, keep, oh, every once in a while, every once in a while, I keep getting in there. <laughs> so bad. All right, so let's talk about what we're doing today. Uh, we are uh, doing the kind of the third leg of the Onto Something podcast. So we got uh, uh, God Thing. We got your thing. Uh, nope. Oh, man. Good night. We got God thing, their thing, now your thing. Yeah. And today we're on the your thing because we want to do kind of an episode that we kind of dreamed up, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And I think it's going to be really fun. I feel like it's both of our jams uh, talking about. It. But basically today is like a toolkit episode 
like, so we're going to talk about like, what are some like metaphorical tools that we have in our toolbox that we like to bring out that we like to use, uh, and specifically kind of the realm of this year, uh, what are some things that we picked up on that yeah. were like, Hey, to do our things, to make contributions in the world, here's a besi- behind the scenes look of what Dej and I, uh, kind of use with it. Um, so let's, let's introduce you to the peeps here for a minute, Dej. Um, <laughs> Now, obviously, you are uh, deep in this with onto something yeah. um, as we've been working on. Deja's always doing the design in Vibe. Your title is still Vibe Director of the well, On I mean, Something Pod. I mean, that's the like official title, you know, as official as two people who have a side podcast can get. It's like, extremely official. Yeah. Extremely. I mean, we've got it on a piece of paper. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not like it's, it's that dang event. <laughs> hey, that's where J.K. Rawlings and Harry Potter started. I'm oh, just saying. Geez. What do you say? Prophesy like it's going to happen? Prophesy like it's done. Oh, like um, it's done? Dang yeah. it. It's just an issue when J.K. is like slightly problematic, but you know, it's okay. Mm. Mm. Get it. Get it. Uh, people can take guesses in the comments and then we'll clarify that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you do that. Um, one of the reasons that Dej and I are doing this together is because it feels like we are always getting into messes of trouble together mm-hmm. with different projects or different ideas. Accurate. Yeah. You've been, you've been in a way more open season with ideas lately. Mm-hmm. Like we've been wanting to do an event where we actually shot off confetti cannons. And you fully let it happen. Absolutely. Actually, you kind of took it to the next level a little bit. You bought everyone a confetti cannon. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do confetti, everyone might as well be involved. <laughs> like, if you're going to make a mess, you might as well just yeah. make a huge mess. And it was a massive mess, and I it regret none of it. The, the moment where I thought we were too deep. So, first of all, we did this in a room that, what, maybe holds 100 people. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> and we bought we bought two massive cans. The moment that I I thought, oh, this may have not been as good of an idea shooting off a confetti cannon indoors, was when they shot off the big ones in the room in the back, and there was actually smoke yeah. that came from the cannon. That's when yeah. I realized, like, well, this was probably meant for outdoor only. <laughs> it does say on the canister. For outdoor oh, use right. only, but true, you know, true. It's fine. Yeah, no one was hurt. No, it was that it was we fun. know of. Yeah, no one filed a report. So yeah, we just I mean, emotionally, emotionally, well, some people were probably scarred, but they couldn't like discern that from like you know the normal stress of life and finishing the semester and you know that's the confetti cannons. So also, they should just be prepared anytime they enter a room with us mm-hmm. that that stress. Is likely yeah. to happen in some way. Yeah. I think they're all aware now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've been, we've. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a we season not, of open. We did not plan to talk about that. <laughs> um, so we've been working together for a while now. We've been creating different things side by side. Um, can you give the people just a little bit? Oh my goodness. My, my earbud almost fell out. It was terrifying. Um <laughs> Can you give can you give people like some examples of like some of the skills that are like your jam? You're like, this is the stuff that I love doing that if you were to just say like, hey, I create, what what's that look like for you? Yeah, I think like 
what it boils down to is like, I like creating systems, which sounds super boring, like on the surface. <laughs> I like creating systems and organizing, which is just like, I like eating. Wow. Corn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like in like a creative way. So a lot of people that I get to work with have all these really, really big ideas and want to execute them, but don't necessarily know how to get from idea to execution. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of what I love to do is have conversations about what they want to do, what the vision is, and then to sit and figure out what's a system, what are the steps needed in order for that to happen? Mm -hmm. Um, Also, what can I help create like graphically or like handout physical tangibles or digital wise that will help that thing project initiative goal be a success and have Mm. people who are planning it and experiencing it have the best experience possible. Mm -hmm. Um, So that looks like, like I said, systems Um, looks like project planning and like project management. It looks like Mm -hmm. social media, um, like laying out different print pieces, building web pages, kind of all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, then, and would you, would you, I'm going to fill in the gaps here for some people. Would you say you're the type of person that does stare at a color wheel and does care about the difference between different shades of blue? <laughs> um, absolutely. So <laughs> the, like when I stepped into the job that I have now, I did take like a week, week and a half of figuring out what exactly was our organization's like brand colors. Because if you set down different print pieces, there legitimately was like seven different blues. Nope. And none of them were right in comparison to like our brand guide. Mm -hmm. And so I sat them all down. I pulled them all up. I went to like the printer we use in town and like got their color swatches and like compared them and then determined like this is our blue these are our supplemental colors done um yeah so i care i care deeply about colors (laughs) and just like how things look together because if you create one thing by itself and it looks great but you put Mm -hmm. it next to something else that you've already created or are going to create and it doesn't look like it's come from the same place what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's, that's, that's the brand we're working with here, people right now. But here's, here's the thing. I think that, I think that matters. I've told you before that I wish I had the capability to do what you do just because we're all visual like these Mm. days. Like there's a reason that we've moved progression wise from like Facebook where you wrote words to then moving to Instagram where you have pictures and now TikTok is video. Cause like, yeah. as we keep in hand, everyone's visual, yep. like, and that is the future. Like I bet it would blow older generations mind to know how consistently like every day a photo or video is stored mm. in a younger person's like iPhone. Yeah. I, I just don't think they, I don't think they even have a grasp. No. And I mean, why would they, I mean, everything for yeah. them was physical and yeah. like words and like some pictures, but they were physical. You didn't have immediate access to this photo that you just took. You had to send it out. It had to be developed. All of those things in like three weeks time. It's like, here's this photo of that sequel. 
<laughs> Here's that like, photo of another angle of that seagull. <laughs> right. Versus like, yeah. you can now take a picture of a seagull and be like, nah, like I need you to give me more right. to the seagull and then like get the correct angle and move on with your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, here's just a fun question to ask you. What's your favorite project you've done over the years? Oh. Or something that you're like, mm, like I say it with my full chest. I love this. Um, I got to rebuild our website. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's my favorite project because that's like a really big question, but it is the one that I think I grew the most from. Mm-hmm. Um, and learned a lot of new skills that I like obviously still use. Um, but we just had a website that wasn't doing what we needed it to do. And it was just kind of like this patchwork job and was creating all these times where we were like locked out of it and couldn't mm-hmm. update it, couldn't use it. And so I was like, let's build a new one. Let's mm-hmm. custom build it. And so we got to work with this amazing company and walk through the process of establishing what our brand was, what our colors were, um, all of those things, and then built an amazing website that functions the way we need it to. Uh, we brought in a team of people who like do that for a living, a living outside of our organization. And so they critiqued it. They helped build the mainframe of it, of what our people need to engage with and accessibility and all of those things. Um, and so we, it was just cool watching it from like idea to implementation mm-hmm. and all of those mm-hmm. different steps. And then watching people just engage with it and be like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so much better than X. Yep. And now yep. being almost two years from when it was created and just all the different things that we're able to do. So when mm-hmm. we start like a new series and it's like, well, we have this functionality that will let people right. engage um, and just getting to test all of those things. So I think it's a project that helped me grow, but one that I still get to like engage with in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because there's so many things that we can't do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, you got to lay foundation down and now yeah. we're constantly building. I, the technical term would be we're backslashing the heck out of everything. Oh, absolutely. That's what it everything. feels like. Backslash new sermon series. Backslash yeah. <laughs> questions. Backslash. <laughs> yeah yeah so i get that okay so just to give people just a glimpse of like what i think one of your greatest strengths is i told dj i was gonna say this story but she has no idea which story is about to happen but it's okay i have an evernote file and i did get some laughs today because there is some dirt i have got some dirt on you um but that's not one of these stories i know i know i I have a pleasure I understand what we're each holding right now. I fully <laughs> understand. That's true. That folder does make me nervous because I think your proportion of what you have on me is higher than the opposite. Well, I mean, I Anyways. get to edit the podcast. And so there's just some gold that yeah. exists. Yeah, we're just flexing, flexing some power there. <laughs> um, so, so we have this ongoing joke that luckily doesn't get told in pro or in public very often. Um, but every once in a while, I just have like, I, I just have like technology gaps, like hiccups, <laughs> like where it's just like Zane, were you born in like the 65, like 1965 Uh-oh. era? Because sometimes you just forget normal functionality. Yeah. And at one point I was trying to do something very simple, very basic. It was like, come on, my dude, you can do this. 
Uh, and Tisha was looking over my shoulder. And finally, she was like, you know what? Stop, stop. Move over. I'm going to drive. And I remember you grabbed the computer and you did it in like that amount of time. But then you looked me in the eyes and you said, Zane, just click on things. Click on things and try them. And it'll shock you what you could actually get done. Mm. And that has become a parable for me. Not only is it traumatic, but I've worked that out <laughs> with my counselor. Um, but that's become a parable for me because I think it's a really good like story of like what your life is mm. about. Like I would say you spend 20 to 30% of your world always testing something. Yeah. Like giving something a try, trying out a new rhythm, implementing something new or switching something. And I that's something that I appreciate. That's something I've loved working with you on working on different things is that you're always thinking about that. Um, like I remember one time we were like, we need to create like a survey, like something that like filters all of these mm. answers into plop into. And I remember you being like, wow, that was super complicated. But like you were game to like try something like yeah. that. And I think that's one of your great strengths that if I was like, hello, this is my friend Deja and you need to know this about her. That's one of the things mm. that's like, I, I wish more people in the world had your type of mentality because I think people would run across really cool things. So that's a, that's kind of like one of the, we gave you the brand. Okay. She cares about, she cares about the colors a lot. And then there's also that piece as well. Yeah. So we're going to go back and forth on what are three tools or practices that each of us have. And then I don't know, you're trying to Annie F downs this thing. You've got like two bonuses that go I with do. it as well. So you want him with the first one? Well, let me just first say that was a way better story than what I thought I had like mentally you thought I was going to drag you across the mud for, like a you? very very like embarrassing story but like <laughs> that's fine that's that's cool and w what he's talking about of like having those moments is real and like yeah <laughs> there's just moments because like like in our office Zane is all often like someone who like is on the edge of like cutting technology with like something yeah and then there are just moments yeah where it's like are you 70 right you know the red button with the x is how you close out a window <laughs> right like that level there's the extremes yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a complex man yeah it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> just lean lean into it um, trying yeah yeah, I'm um, not going to tell you if it's a complimenting story. I always want you to be on your toes. To have the anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's a good song. Shout out to Justin Biebs. All right, so your first one. Oh, my gosh. It's um, good. It's good, is it? Have you heard it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're just saying that. You're just saying yeah. that. No, All this right. is one of the albums that I I was like, have you oh, listened to this? You're going to flex this on me. <laughs> okay. All right. I understand. I just got Judas. <laughs> oh wow um too much anyways. too soon <laughs> <laughs> very awkward transition um here uh, all about it yeah when you pitched this idea i thought it was brilliant and also when you like came up to me and we're like i had this great idea for the podcast i always get scared uh, because <laughs> there's no telling what the idea is going to be but then you said this and i was like oh no yeah like we should totally do that um, one of the first things that came to mind um, 
is talking about Asana, um, which is mm. like my all time favorite yep. thing. Um, it is your Bible. It, in some ways. Um, <laughs> I kind of hold it in one hand and like the physical scripture in the <laughs> other. Um, which like makes a lot of sense for what I do in my life. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's something that I will always talk about. Um, and so me and you and a lot of people who listen to onto something who we are Mm -hmm. just like in community with use a full focus planner Mm -hmm. um, to organize our lives and days and stuff. It's super helpful. Um, Please sponsor us. Just uh, wouldn't that be incredible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Along with like a lot of stuff that like Michael Hyatt and company uses like their systems and different products and stuff like that. Um, and so the planner is something that we've integrated into our workflows and stuff. And something that they talk about is using a task manager mm-hmm. um, and something that I wish that they like spent more time on giving more yep. words towards like, what does that mean? What does it look like to have one? And Asana has become what I use as a task manager. It's digitally because digitally. the planner is analog. Yes. Yeah. Digitally. And like, there's totally a way to have a task manager physically, but there's something about digital of like having access mm-hmm. to it whenever. And mm-hmm. Asana has a great ability to be collaborative between mm-hmm. people, between different teams. Um, and so a task manager is just somewhere where you can store all of the tasks, projects, and issues, goals that you're working on and towards mm-hmm. as just kind of like this huge backlog command center. And then you have the ability when you're doing your weekly planning or your daily preview or anything like that to move them into that week. Because there's nothing worse than like being in the meeting and you jot down, oh, two Tuesdays from now, I have to make sure Mm -hmm. this happens. And if you have nowhere to move that to, that's not getting done. Yeah. And so I know some people who use their Google calendars and stuff, but I've found that Asana is like the thing, especially for like, our team because it is collaborative and there's a lot of back and forth that has to go on between tasks and projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Asana is Definitely. my top one for sure. Mm-hmm. One of the rules that you live by that I've become formed and adopted by is helping understand like digitally, everything needs to go in the same space. Mm, yeah. Like like you need to be dumping things into something that can organize and flow to where there's not a question of like, is this thing over here or is it over here or is it over here? Opposed to we have one central location that can use all these other things, but it's right. all found right here. Yeah, because when you're working on so many things and there's so many conversations and stuff going on. With people. Yeah, with people who are also working yep. on 17 right. other things. It's like we have this one conversation here, but it's not logged anywhere else. And Asana allows you to like create a task and then like just add comments to it. So that could be random meeting notes or emails or like linking Google drive files, anything like Mm -hmm. that. So then when you go to sit and work on it, it's like, boom, all right there. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to search through 3000 emails or texts Mm -hmm. to find what you need. Right. And you build workflows to where literally like if it's a reoccurring task, you've got all the tasks that to me is the most beautiful of like, you don't have to start from scratch every week. You literally replay the same thing over and over. Yeah. Which is super helpful when we're planning podcast episodes Yep, because it's just automatically built and I can just click it. It automatically populates just the workflow that we've established that works. And then 
you move on. Yep. We know the drill. All right. So the first one was a sauna. That was yours. Yeah. Should have seen that coming. No. That's like breathing for you. No brainer, honestly. Yep. Okay. So uh, my first one also going to be an organization platform. A little bit different though. Uh, Mine is called Shift. Mm. So I started this right before uh, Rona. And uh, it has kept me uh, sane. Basically, what Shift is, is it is a productivity app. So this is something that I actually have on my computer. It's a subscription base. So it does cost a little bit of money up front. Um, But what it does is it helps you divide your different accounts that you have. Uh, So like I I have a work account. I have a personal account, I have a school account, and then I've also got a project account. And all of those are on different uh, Gmail and G Suite stuff. And basically what Shift does is it provides a platform to where I can go in between those different ones and actually be able uh, to access different accounts. And I can keep the tabs open, like as far as like web browsers connected to the different accounts. So basically it's a central location where I've got all of my accounts divided together. So like the practical way this has worked out for me has actually been that uh, I can divide the work email that I have on top of the micro learning that I have um, and just like personal updates to subscriptions. I can keep them all divided within shift and that makes it super easy to bounce back and forth between accounts and on top of that it also lets you do um also lets you do like different like build-ins as well so like spotify or evernote or uh, asana all of them can be built in there so that's something i started with this year very helpful highly recommend 10 out of 10 shift i don't think i realize that Things like Spotify and Asana were built into it. Like I knew Gmail and -hmm. stuff like that just because switching through tons of emails. But I didn't didn't realize that it had those integrations, which like makes sense because, you know, there's other accounts out there. Yeah. But I mean, I can literally switch between my Google Calendar on one account and then, you know, my email on another account and then also my Spotify account with one it's just a great way to bounce back and yeah. forth without being like, I have to have 40 tabs open right now. Yeah, because we've all run into the moment where you've tried to access a Google Docs like file yeah. and it's account. like, you don't have access. And it's like, well, right. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. only do I have to figure out what account this is attached to, I also have to figure out what that password is if I'm it not logged me. into it. Yeah. Yep. And then trying to have keychains memorized and oh, trying to bounce night. back and forth. Like that'll, that'll be a death of a thousand paper cuts digitally. <laughs> Digital paper cuts. <laughs> yep. All right. So we got Asana. We got Shift. What's your next one? Yeah. Staying on like the app trend. Um, you would? I would. They run my life in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, when we switched to working from home, I had a big issue with figuring out just how to be productive in a space where I only was used to like rusting and just like being a human. And it was just like so distracting because like I can have a snack anytime I want to. My phone is right here. Like it just like was not set up for success. And so 
naturally I started doing some Googling Mm -hmm. and I landed on the Pomodoro method, which is just breaking up how you work into different intervals. Mm -hmm. And so typically it's 25 minutes. And so what you do is you figure out what needs to get done and then you break it up. And then you say for these 25 minutes, I'm going to work on this. And like, that's all you work on. You don't look at emails. You don't check texts. You don't scroll through TikTok. Like it's just that. And there is an app for OS devices. Sorry, Android users. I'm sure there's something that works, but it is called, it's called flow. And it is like a timer that like pops up on your computer and you hit start and it'll count down and then it will like pop up when it's time for you to take your five minute break. And it's so dope and it's so helpful of like, I don't have to reset anything. It automatically knows. Um, And then once you've done four of those 25 minute blocks, you get a 10 minute break. Mm. And so it's like, you can go to the bathroom, you can get a snack, you can scroll. But then Mm. once it counts back down, it's time to go again. Mm. Um, and, And it's just been helpful of keeping me on pace while also being like, stand up, walk around move, go outside, all of those things. Um, but yeah, it's also helpful if you have like your planner open or a sticky note or something to jot down anything random that you mm. think of. Mm-hmm. Um, because that will kill you with tasks in a digital world of just being able to yeah. just switch so easily between them. But if you determine prior to starting that 25 minutes, this is what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And you just have that place to dump all of those things. You can put it into the next 25 minutes. So the sticky note that you're describing is basically basically like a parking lot. Yeah. Of like you just put items down that way you don't lose the focus as yep. you're on the task. And, and you don't lose the thing that you just thought of. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. That's really good. And what 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 did you call it at the very beginning? It's called the Pomodoro method. A lot of people oh, use goodness. it with studying. Okay. Um, just because like when you're reading textbook chapters and stuff like it's just Mm -hmm. exhausting but if you know i only have to do this for 25 minutes it's so much easier break it up yep break it up break it up cool what about you what's two break it up like a high school crush all right uh number two oh too soon too soon um the second one uh, now this is going to be very relevant to my world i understand this isn't going to apply to everyone uh but i nerd out over these things so i made it number two the second one is called the enduring word commentary for real now, that's you yeah that was like a Why? positive like for real okay i i didn't know i was like oh shit no 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 that's <laughs> Should have been hidden in a corner somewhere and never actually potted about. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just, I just have reference for it. Yeah, go ahead. Gotcha. Yeah. So what this is, is this is basically a free, free, free online commentary of the Bible. Now, this is super relevant to my world, but I find that a lot of people know that they need to study the Bible but they have no way of knowing how to do that or the ways that we do know to study the Bible feel like such deep dives that it's like, Oh my goodness, I don't have an hour to jump into something to read through. So I found this online. This was actually, uh, this was actually posted randomly um, by a guy named street hymns who referenced 
this as like his go-to place. And basically it's like spark notes for the yeah. Bible. Yeah. Now I haven't used it long enough to like endorse it theologically or be like, Oh, everything here <laughs> is like very like orthodox or sound or yada, yada. But basically what it is, is you can go to any place in the Bible, search it, and you will get notes from a couple of Bible teachers that mm-hmm. have like collaborated on bringing this stuff together and they give you like different quotes and commentary of what different people have said about that passage when reflecting on it. So like I've used this a lot when I'm doing personal study of like, I don't need a deep dive right now, but I don't understand why this sentence is phrased the way it is. I'll look it up really quick. Or when I'm writing like a really light, like devotional, like I can just pull it up online And do, and here's the thing, like commentaries, like if you know this world any bit, like they can be expensive oh, and it yeah. is very hard to have access to good information. This is completely free. You just type in enduring word commentary, super helpful. So if you're the type of person that's like, I like to study the Bible, I'm trying to get into it more. Or if you're the type of person that you're like, every once in a while, like I've got to I've got to like give a talk mm-hmm. on this or something like this. I started it a year ago, found it very helpful. I'm going to tr- keep trying to find ways to integrate it with our faith community just because I yeah. think it's super accessible for people. And that's a love language for me. Yeah. And they have an app now. They didn't always have an app. Okay. So you, oh, you've done some research. Well, less research and more like I feel you on like one commentaries are expensive, but they're also like not accessible, like reading wise always. Yes. Because yes. they're just so heady. Yeah. Um, like you almost have to learn a language absolutely. to be able to read them. And that's not helpful if you don't have time for that. No, you don't have time or you just don't have like that experience. Yep. And so enduring word has been something that I've used a couple times and I saw recently they had an app and I was like, oh, so helpful. That's mm-hmm. so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loving it. Loving Love it. it. Okay, so we got sauna, we got shift, we got timer, we got enduring word. What's your number three? Yeah, my number three is not an app. It's more just like a mantra thing. And it's called 32 before brew. Um <laughs> so at the beginning of 2020, I had made a deal with myself that I was going to drink like one of my water bottles before I ever had coffee in the morning. Because I learned that if I start with water, I am more likely to continue to drink water throughout the day than mm-hmm. if I start with coffee. Because mm-hmm. once I start with coffee, it's just downhill. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I start with water, I have greater success. So mm-hmm. it started out as that it's now become 32 before brew, where I drink 32 ounces of water prior to my first cup of coffee during mm-hmm. the day. And if for some reason that I don't start with water, I will know before like 10 a.m. But that's the case because my body it. has just gotten so used to it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's something I do. Also with that, carrying a water bottle everywhere with me. Yep, have to. Of just like, you have this, like just drink it. It's yep. a game changer. Yep. Now, when you say, you know, 32 before brew, are we talking like you fill up a water bottle the night before you go to bed? And when you wake up, the first thing you do is you chug that water. Is that how that routine's happening? Yeah. So I have like 
it's like a Yeti knockoff and I have Mm -hmm. like reusable straws and I will fill Mm -hmm. it up with ice water prior to going to bed, which means it will still be cold when I wake up in the morning. I see. Um, And since it has a straw, it's like I can stay horizontal while drinking this water (laughs) if I'm not ready (laughs) to like sit up and be prepared for the world. Uh, Indesia reclined in her bed. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Some days require different things. Um, But then I just... (laughs) Do you need a second? (laughs) No, just some days require different things. I guess that's an applicable motto to have right now. Yep. We're living in a global pandemic. You got me on that one. You got me. But from there, like, I just pick it up and I take it with me. So take it with me to wash my face, brush my teeth, yep. and then I'll take it with me to the kitchen while I start making my coffee. Yep. And then the goal is like, by the time my coffee is done brewing, like yep. we've drank yep. all of it and then we can move on. Yep. I got a friend that does something similar with spinach. Like what? his philosophy is the first thing he doesn't drink it. Stay with me. Um, his philosophy is the first thing he eats will set the trajectory for what hmm. he eats the rest of the day. So like every morning he gets out of bed, goes to his fridge, handful grabs a handful of spinach raw and puts it straight in his mouth, which I think is a little rough, That's savage, a little rough, but he's also the lifting type. So, you know, them boys, you know, rude. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Okay, so we got the water thirty-two before brew. That's just a good title. That just yeah. that just rolls it's right. It's catchy, off the you know. Guys, yeah. save the brand, you know. Yeah, yeah. It almost it almost feels like it's a coffee shop. If you hear it, you're like, yeah. "Wow, it's coffee during freezing." Um, okay, so <laughs> third one that I've got. Uh, this is cheating a little bit because I'm actually uh, Deja is the source who actually pointed me towards this, um, and I will confess it right here because we have to <laughs> confess it. Um, oh my goodness. It's from a TikTok. Yeah, it yes, is. Yes, I feel the shame. Yes, I don't want to say this, but I have to admit, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So I've only utilized this once, but I'm about to use it for an entire month time frame. Now, here's what it is. It is basically a setting on your phone to be able to set away messages. So uh, with your inbox, you can do an out of office automatic reply. Um, But the major question is, what do you do with text messages? And texting actually has a way where you can have people text you and there can be an auto response. So some of you may have ran into this if you have an iPhone. When you did the latest update, they did the, uh, what was the car one called? It was like no driving or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's basically to like help you not text and drive. Right. Right. So this is basically a way to go into your settings and set your own personal auto response message. So um, if I need to step away, but I also have the anxiety of if I step away from my phone and I don't know who to inform and rather and unless I'm just going to be like, hey, entire world every single week from Friday at six o'clock all the way to Saturday at you know 1030. I keep my phone off. So this is a way to actually set it up to step away from your phone and inform people of the silence of you not being able to respond. So here's how I'm going to use this weekly. Weekly, I'm going to use it during Sabbath because I always take a Sabbath away from my phone on Saturdays. But the anxiety is always if something goes down that I need to know about for Sunday, 
people are left hanging if they text yeah. me something. Now, if it's a normal friend being like, what's up, what's up? It's like, why are you texting me on Saturday? But like for crucial things. So basically you can go into the settings and you can set the auto respond. You basically go in there, you go do not disturb, mm-hmm. and then you move over uh, to auto reply. You do a personal message and then you can basically turn on your do not disturb. And anyone who texts you automatically gets the auto reply back to whatever the message is. And what I'm about to do is I'm about to do a uh, time of renewal and I'm actually going to shut down all my forms of communication just to be able to get really quiet in my life. And that's one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to set that do not disturb with that auto reply because people are going to text me in a couple of weeks and yeah. they're not going to know what I'm doing right now. Um, and they need an answer of like why they're not getting a reply or an answer. And this is an awesome way to do it. Anything you'd add to that one? Um, I would just note that it's different than like your normal like do not disturb. So like my phone lives on do not disturb. Like mm-hmm. constant notifications right. bother me. So this is like when you're looking at your notification or like your control center and it has like the little car, you have yep. to turn that on. You click yep. it and it like highlight and then mm-hmm. that's when those auto reply messages will start right. going through. But it's it's absolutely brilliant. When I came across a TikTok, I was like, oh, I'm going to send this to Zane. It's going to change yep. his world and he's going to get upset because it came from TikTok because he's no, a TikTok hater. I need to know. I need to know that that turned me just a little bit to TikTok. Hey, I didn't say all the way, but it did turn me. It depends on what side of TikTok you're on. It really yeah, does. I believe that. I really believe does. that. All right, so you got two bonuses. I do. Yeah, the first one. Um, if you don't have Spotify Premium, I honestly don't know what you're doing with your life. Like you it doing? is superior to doing? Apple Music in every single way. Like yep, the wrapped at the end of the year is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like yep. playlists, everything, like having your podcast. What's wrapped if they don't know what wrapped is? It's just you get like your top 100 songs. It's mm-hmm. like this analysis of like your top artists, your top genre, your top, like all of those things at the end of the year. They pull all this data and then it just spits it out to you. And then for like a solid two weeks, that's all everyone is posting to yep. their stories. Yep. Um, but they create you a playlist of your top 100 songs from the past year. And it's so mm-hmm. great because when you're like, mm-hmm. oh, what am I going to listen to on a car ride? You hit play and it's like, I know all these songs. I love all these songs. Yep. It might yep. be a whiplash of like different oh, yeah. genres and stuff, but like you're Take along for back. the ride, you know? Yep. Um, I find it backfires every once in a while because there's like some songs I'm like really embarrassed for the whole public to know that that song has been played as many times as it has. That's fair. You can... But I mean, that's also where you can like copy and paste all the songs and then go through and curate. Oh, okay, I see. Down and be like, okay. these are super embarrassing. I'm Protect just going to delete people. all of them. And then it's like, this is okay. my top 50. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> these are the ones I'm okay with you knowing. Uh, yep. Um, but, what, but one of the great things that they have in their settings is they have a crossfade option. Because there's nothing worse than like just jamming out to a song and then there's like the awkward like, 10 to 20 seconds where it's like mm. shifting between songs and it just kills the vibe. The mm. crossfade allows you to do anything from 1 second to 12 seconds. I personally like stand the 6 second crossfade. I think it's like perfect of uh, mm-hmm. just like the ending of one song, beginning of the other. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, there's no gap. And it's beautiful, especially if you're listening to like albums all the way through. Like we were talking 
about Nick Jonas's album yes. and like all the way that you listen through yes. it, it like ties each song together and you can really, really hear it when mm-hmm. the crossfade is on. Mm-hmm. So that's, and how, how do you, how do you set that? Is that just a settings thing? Yeah. You go up and you find like settings and like you curl, you scroll down, you may have to hit like more, but then it just says crossfade and it has like a little, um, slider that you can set Mm. it's great that's gold it's a game changer like if you are like a music music person like it's chef's kiss you know chef's kiss chef's kiss chef's kiss all right give it one more second one is like more of an adult thing less fun (laughs) um basically less fun so it's called Capital, and it's it's this app for your phone that you can link to your bank accounts, and it's just mm-hmm. this savings account. So like most people have like a savings account that you know you use for rainy day things of like your car breaks down, like random things happen that you're like, oh, I have to be an adult and I have to pay for this. But I use Capital for like if I'm planning a trip or like there's this thing that I have had my eye on that's like I need to save specifically for this. Um, so capital, you link it to your bank account, you can set specific goals. So like you can set for like trip to Florida or new camera or anything like that. But then you can set these rules that automatically save money into that goal. So So brilliant. One that I have set up is like basically the same concept. If you were like paying for cash with stuff, you pay for cash, you get 52 cents back. You're like, what am I going to do with this 52 cents? I'm going to throw in this random jar. Basically the same concept. It's their roundup yep. rule. And it just gets dumped into this. And let me tell you, it adds up fast because it's like just all this random change. The remainder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then you can also set up like a certain percentage from like every time there's a deposit into your bank account. Or like I have one set up for every time that I close all three rings on my Apple Watch, it saves three dollars. And so it's like it's just an incentive of like if mm-hmm. I do this, I know that I'm moving money over there. And it automatically does it because like everyone has like those ideals of like, I'm going to set aside this much money to do this. And then like you get paid and it's like, or I could go to Torchies. Yeah. And buy those Cheetos. But with this, you can go to Torchies and you still save money. Right. It's a win-win. Yeah. If you get a fried avocado and you save something, then... (laughs) What else is there life to do right. in life? Yeah, exactly. What is all of this for? <laughs> what uh, What's an example? Yeah, that was a little office quote for all those fans out there. Um, what's an example of something that you've saved for that you've accomplished with it? Um, so like we, I went to Florida with someone we work with back in mm-hmm. August. And I knew that mm-hmm. I wanted a certain amount of money to just spend on you know whatever but i also knew that i was getting a tattoo while i was there Mm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's something that you just don't budget for on like a monthly basis unless you do and then like totally cool mad respect mad respect i wish i had less issues with permanency um (laughs) in order to do that um yikes (laughs) (laughs) we can unpack that in a different episode um (laughs) But that was something that I knew I needed to save for that trip and my tattoo. And so I, you know, set up the rules and everything, figured out roughly how much I needed to, and then 
the best thing is that um, you can get a debit card that's linked to your capital account mm. that they'll send you just like Cash App or Venmo. And then you can just move that money to your spending account on like your card and then just use it like a normal Dang. debit card. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful setup. Yeah. That's brilliant. And it's called Capital. Yep. You can download it just easily off apps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go to your app store, download it. Boom. That's dope. That's really good. Do you want to talk more about um, what this month is going to be like for you? Yeah. So let's talk about where we go from here. So um, if people don't know, um, we kind of do this podcast episode regularly, weekly. Um, We're doing interviews. We're doing um, writings that are on it, mostly just full of nonsense. Absolutely. Um, But what is about to happen for the next four weeks, um, Deja is going to be out for two weeks Mm -hmm. doing vacation. Uh, and I'm going to take a couple of weeks for what's called a sabbatical, which is basically just a time of renewal. Um, so a lot of my a lot of my work that I do week to week is a lot of emotional energy. Um, and the way I describe it to people is like some people are like, man, I had a really rough week because I had like something difficult happen in my life. The difference with my job is I'm ushered into everyone's difficult weeks mm-hmm. each week. Um, so one person may run across a difficulty once a month. I run across multiple of them per week. Um, so basically I'm taking some time just to get really quiet and withdraw. I think I'm going to be asking a lot of the question of, um, what's God need me to do, uh, to work on Zane, uh, the way, <laughs> the way my spiritual director told me this morning, cause we've been doing training sessions getting up to it. He was like, I think we need to bump into more of Zane because I think we've suppressed some Zane this year. And that's when I hung up on him. No, (laughs) Um, but but, uh, yeah, (laughs) boop. Sorry. The zoom didn't work. Um, But anyways, that that's, what's about to happen um, for us. I just spilled water everywhere. So just be aware of that. (laughs) Um, If it starts flooding in here, you'll know why. Um, But anyways, that that's kind of the rhythm that we've got. So for the next couple of weeks, um, the podcast is going to go quiet while Deja and I are kind of taking a break and getting quiet ourselves. Um, Deja, what are we going to do social media wise a little bit just to invite people into it? Yeah. So we'll go ahead and schedule some posts out to release on Tuesdays, like episodes usually when there won't be like an official episode, but there will be Sabbath tips, practices, like takeaways of just what Sabbath is, what Sabbath does, as well as ways to integrate Sabbath into your life. So that will be for the next four-ish weeks, five-ish weeks um, for you to engage with, as well as like you can go back and listen to episodes. You can explore what we talked about today with like the toolkit, figure out ways Mm -hmm. to integrate that into your life, um, as well as lean into Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you've always been good of like, calming of like when we take breaks like this it's a good time to catch up Mm -hmm. on episodes or if it's something that's a part of your rhythm and you are caught up then maybe introduce different voices or diverse voices that you could experience instead while we're kind of creating space for that within a rhythm yeah so i think it's really good i think the figuring out other voices to add in um, i know that's something that we've talked about before on the pod of like just diversifying who you're listening to, um, the topics you're listening to, thinking about engaging with, um, just because the world is 
so intersected. Um, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of important conversations that are going on in the world and our, and how our world is set up is like, you can just be in your lane, in your little bubble and be fine. Um, but we are called to be a part of what's happening in the world and actively be a part of bringing about restoration and reconciliation and just being a part of kingdom work. And that begins with knowing what conversations are happening in the world. Mm -hmm. And it kind of flows to what last week's episode was angled on of like the biggest invitation is when you get to a spot where you don't even know what you don't know, you're on the cusp of transformation. There is something to be had there. And if you want to contribute something to the world, which I think anyone who's walking around the kingdom of God wants to do that, is called to do that, you got to get to those spaces. And you get to those spaces by hearing voices first to kind of introduce you to it. Absolutely, you do. Yep. All right. Well, we've covered every problem in the world so far. Do you feel feel like we've covered all the tools? I feel like we've covered the tools, maybe not all the problems. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But that's okay. That's fair. We'd probably need a series to get that done. <laughs> yeah, just one. Maybe three <laughs> episodes. That's it. That's all it's going to take. Yep. yep. No, for real. I know. I know. Aren't we just a hot mess? That that episode is basically the equivalent of what our conversations look like every single day going back and forth. Uh, just to give you a couple updates. Uh, we're all good. Okay. Uh, I spilled some water during that episode. My sock is very soggy, uh, but don't worry. We've made it out. We'll clean it. We're all good. This is really fun being together. And know that you can get a transcript of the different things that we talked about today uh, at the onto something pod. Nope, sorry. Onto something.com. Onto something, no G. Dot com. You can get a transcript that had all the references to different things like Shift and Asana and all the things that we discussed in this episode. Now, may you remember, until next time, friends, which next time is going to be in a couple weeks. So just remember, we're going on sabbatical for the next four weeks. These episodes won't be releasing, but you can keep up with us on social media. But until then, may you remember that you are onto something.